Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. I am so excited for this episode today because it's actually really relevant to several of my current clients. And I think it's just a valuable and like a valid question that people ask. And what I want to talk about today is, you know, answering the question, should I reduce my calorie intake on rest days or when I'm sick or injured? So I have a a couple different clients, Um, one that, you know, she's just on a regular weight training program with me. She does some things in between, uh, but she had asked this question about, should I eat less on rest days? And I have another client who is recovering from a surgery and she's already kind of wondering, am I supposed to be eating less? How much should I be eating? That sort of thing. And I've also experienced this myself. So, you know, from years of competing as a professional athlete, a jiu-jitsu competitor, constantly competing for years, there was many, many times where I had to take small breaks in my training because of being injured or let's say sick or whatever the case was. And I just remember even myself as a younger competitor, getting that fear and anxiety as soon as I had an injury and I knew I could not exercise as much. Or let's say it wasn't an injury, but let's say it was just a week where I just couldn't get a lot of training in. And automatically, especially as females, I think in our brains, we're so conditioned to think like, well, I didn't work out, so I can't eat as much today. And the problem with this, ladies, the problem is this, is that when we are using that terminology. And when we have that mindset around like, well, I didn't work out very hard today, so I shouldn't eat as much. We are now using food as a reward for exercise. And most of us got into exercise, not just for weight loss, but I'm also guessing you're doing something that you enjoy doing. Maybe you enjoy being an endurance athlete or a jujitsu competitor, or you enjoy weightlifting, right? And so when we start using exercise as a reward or punishment, based on our food intake, it really kind of skews things. It makes it less enjoyable and it really affects our relationship with food in a negative way. And in a practical sense, here's why this is a problem, okay? So my general answer, first of all, as far as should I reduce my calories, should I eat less carbs on my rest days? I would say as a general answer, no. And here's why. If you, let's say, have some training goals, you're trying to get stronger, or you're trying to lose weight, whatever the case is, in those workouts, you know you need to give your best, right? You know you need to push hard. Now, the only way you can do that on each of your workouts is to be properly rested and recovered in between each workout. So on your rest days, if you are punishing yourself or purposely eating less because you feel like you didn't earn it that day, the problem is that now, the following day, when it's time for your workout, you're not going to have the fuel tank to push very hard, right? So having that recovery day is more than just like physically resting. A big part of it is your hydration and your nutrition. And so if you want to train hard and you want to push yourself hard in order to get the results that you truly want, you need to have enough gas in the tank. And if you're constantly playing this game that like on rest days, you're going to eat less and then on your workout days, you're going to eat more, 
it's really not going to have the effect you want, right? It's going to affect your performance in a negative way. I know for myself on those days that I under ate and I was really trying to be overly restrictive because maybe I didn't train as hard. So I'm going to sit in the sauna for longer and then I'm going to make myself do extra cardio and I'm going to do less. The next day I performed like crap. I sucked in training. Okay. And I didn't do well and I didn't feel good and I just felt weak and depleted. Right. And so That is the same thing that we're talking about here for you. So if you're wondering, again, as a general rule, I say no. I say whatever, if you have, and I'm assuming if you're asking this question, by the way, that you're somebody who tracks your food already. You're somebody who like has a calorie goal at least, or in general, you have a certain amount you know you eat each day, right? Whether you do it intuitively or you're tracking, you know, all the way down to all the macros, you're somebody that's actually aware of how much you're eating. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't ask this question, right? So, and in general, I would say no. Now, there are some instances with my clients and with myself where we strategically place days where we have higher carb days and lower carb days. But to be honest with you, most of the time, this falls actually on a client's rest day. And typically what happens is the next day, the next few days, because they feel so good, they have all that glycogen in their muscles, right? They're ready to push hard. They get PRs back in the gym. They feel great in their training. They feel strong in their jujitsu roles. They they feel great on the tennis court, whatever it is. And then the weight, it, it continues to kind of fall off more effortlessly that way. They're fed, they're fueled, they're pushing hard. They're able to put more into their workout. So essentially they're also burning more calories because they can push themselves harder from those recovery days being really utilized. So I think if we just kind of flip it around and understand that on a rest day, it's extremely beneficial for us to still eat carbs, right? You're fueling yourself, you're recovering, you're you're helping everything recover. So the next time you train, you can get better. You can get better, okay? So that is how I would answer as far as the rest days. Now I'm gonna get to the sick and injured part in a second, because I know that can be a little different psychologically. But again, in general, if you're somebody that's really stressed about eating more on a rest day because you're afraid you didn't earn it and that, you know, you're not going to lose weight and, you know, you didn't burn any calories on your Apple Watch that day. You didn't close out all your rings. Remember, guys, if you've listened to other episodes or been in my world at all, master classes or group programs or anything like that, if I had a pie chart that shows you how many calories you burn from everything you do throughout the day. The biggest percentage of that pie is from doing nothing. Nothing. Your body at rest burns 70% of the calories total of your day. Just sleeping, just your your blood pumping through your ba- your veins, just your lungs breathing, right? Not even doing anything. That's your basal metabolic rate, your BMR. Naturally, that burns 70% of the calories every day. So your body is still working hard, even though you're not exercising. Now, the next biggest piece of the pie is non-exercise activity. So if you want to be active on a rest day, go for steps, clean your house, play outside with your kids, go to the park, ride your bike leisurely, right? Not Peloton, leisurely, ride your bike. These things account for another like 15% of the calories burned throughout your day. 
Now next, the next percentage is going to be from the food you eat. Think how often you're eating food. Your body has to burn calories to digest. So that's why if you lower the amount you're eating, well, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. You're just burning less calories because you're eating less. You need to keep the fuel burning in the fire. You got to keep putting wood on there, right? So that's where your food intake comes in is that digestion literally is burning calories. The smallest piece of your pie for the calories you burn total through the day is your exercise. And I don't care what your Apple Watch says, okay? It's the smallest percentage scientifically that your body is burning throughout the day for calories. Now, it doesn't mean it's not beneficial, but what I'm saying, and I've referenced this in posts and other podcasts, is that just focusing on the calories you burn as a indication of how much you should eat that day is highly overrated and it's really not effective. So we need to take that out of our head and realize we can still be active on a rest day, right? And we can still be burning calories and we can still be eating good food, okay? So just keep that in mind. And again, we don't wanna use food as a punishment or reward, okay? And if you're really struggling with that, it may be beneficial to talk to somebody about it because honestly, you know, that is getting more into a, you know, more eating disorder type of mindset, which is way above my pay grade, but it is a dangerous slope. Okay. So if you're constantly feeling like that restrict and binge and reward and punishment, and I didn't work out today, so I can't eat anything. And then the next day you work out and you need everything in sight because you're so starving, right? It's just not a good, good hole to get into. Okay. Now let's talk about being sick or being injured, because obviously there's some practical things to think about here. So in either case, maybe right away, maybe you don't have an appetite. So if I just tell you as a blanket statement that, well, whether you're sick or injured, you still need to be eating the same amount every single day, let's be realistic. When we're sick, do we really want grilled chicken breast? Probably not, right? It's like the last thing we want is, I know for me personally, the last thing I want is protein when I'm sick. So give yourself grace. If you are sick, If you have the flu or the big C word or whatever, a sore throat, whatever it is, maybe you're just not, you don't have an appetite. That's okay. While you do not have an appetite, we do need to focus on hydration, nutrients, things that will help you recover. Again, this is all about recovery. So I would recommend lots of water, lots of teas, Pedialyte, bone broth, even better, right? Bone broth is extremely healing and beneficial, and there's protein and bone broth too, right? So, you know, you can and you can drink protein, protein drinks, protein shakes, stuff like that. So while you're sick, if you don't have an appetite, or let's say you had a big surgery, you're on a bunch of medications, it messes with your appetite, do what you can to at least take care of hydration first. And then as you start to get your appetite back, focus on quality, focus on whole foods. Maybe at first you're like still not craving protein, but you feel good eating fruit and you feel good eating vegetables. So do that. Make yourself some big fruit bowls or some big salads, right? And that's going to help give you some good nutrients and some good fiber. Carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are really important, guys. I know that when we're not able to be active, we automatically flip out and we think we don't deserve to eat carbohydrates. Remember, carbs are a macronutrient, okay? In that word, nutrient, Okay, that means it has a beneficial uh, aspect to your body and how it processes. So you still need carbs. Again, maybe your appetite isn't there to be eating 250 grams carbs like you were when you were training hard, but 
If that's the case, you can do it via liquids. You can do it via fruit. You can do it via big smoothies. You can still get it in even if you don't have an appetite. We can't use that excuse forever. You can give yourself grace the first couple days, but eventually gotta start getting back to it and rev that metabolism back up again with the good stuff first, okay? And carbs, remember, are going to help give you more fiber, which helps with digestion and bloating and being regular. It's a big part of weight loss and just feeling good. Nobody likes feeling bloated after meals, right? So carbs give you fiber and carbs are really essential to your thyroid function. They really help your liver convert your T3, your T4 hormones, which directly affect your metabolism. So if you're going low carb for a long period of time chronically and you have the stress of an illness or an injury, that's going to further slow down your metabolism, okay? And it's not irreversible, but it can create problems. It can create autoimmune disease. It can create issues with your thyroid that may be irreversible later on, or you may have to be on medication the rest of your life or have your thyroid removed, okay? It's serious stuff. It's more than just calories in, calories out at this point. It's just your internal health, you know? So that's why if we're just constantly basing our worth of what we're eating off of if we exercised or not, we're missing so many important aspects of what food does for our body. Forget about the weight loss and focus on the recovery. And if you recover well enough while you're sick or injured or just taking a rest day, you will be able to put your best back into your training when you're ready to train again, whether that's after you've recovered from your injury, your surgery, or you're just back on your regular training day, you will have more to put into it, okay? And your metabolism will be in a healthy spot to be able to, you know, burn more calories and to keep, you know, revving that engine. So moral of the story, guys, is we do not want to just in general eat less because it's a rest day. Eat less because we're sick or we're injured. And honestly, if you are sick or injured, and I know I have clients out there that might be listening to this, and this is something I'll say to you in your check-in or on a phone call or whatever, is that this could also be an intentional time to take a diet break. And a diet break means like, let's say you've been pushing hard for weight loss. You've been in a diet phase. You're training really hard. You're in a calorie deficit. And let's say either you kind of come to a stalemate, a plateau, where we really just can't go any lower with our calories in a safe manner and you're not losing weight anymore. Maybe you're metabolically adapted. Or let's say you were on a roll, but now let's say you are pretty badly injured or you know you have an illness or you just have time where you know just in general, it's, it's just gonna take maybe a couple months for you to fully get back on the horse, okay? To be able to do what you were doing before. This might be a good time to actually take a break and intentionally eat more. And again, I know it feels counterintuitive because you're like, you want me to eat more while I can't even do more activity? That makes no sense. But the idea is the more we can recover and get your metabolism used to eating more food, we raise that bar so that when it's time to diet again, when you're fully recovered and you're able to jump back into training, instead of starting at 1,500 calories and now we got to diet back down to 1,200 calories again right away for you to lose weight, we work on building your metabolism up so that you're starting at like 2,300 calories coming off of being sick or injured or taking a break. And then when it's time to diet, 
Maybe your starting diet calories are like 1,900 a day. And so the, the goal is to always be able to diet while eating as much as possible. And so if you're in a place where you can't really train hard right now anyways, maybe it's for the best that you take a diet break. And mentally, what I always encourage my clients during that time is we kind of forget about the scale for a little bit and we focus on other things. Now, if you're if you're able to actually focus on weight training, this is a great time to build muscle so that when you go to a diet phase, you're gonna see more muscle tone underneath. It's gonna help your diet phase go a lot smoother and you're gonna have that beautiful muscle tone that you want underneath, right? It can also be a time to focus mentally on things maybe we're neglecting because we're exercising so much or we're so focused on counting our macros or whatever it is, you know, going to train twice a day. And so I found that, you know, some of my biggest successes came because of the intentional break I had to take in dieting and training that I was able to build a business or I was able to take a new course or finish that book I was never getting to, clean out that closet or the porch, right? Like the garage. You can get to those things because you have the space. So even though exercise is positive, dieting is positive, sometimes those breaks, whether it's forced on us or not, are good for us to expand as people in other areas, okay? So I am going to wrap it up here, guys. I know I said that a couple minutes ago, but moral of the story is please do not punish yourself with food. Please do not only base your worth of whether you can eat more or less that day based on your Apple Watch rings or what your Fitbit says you burned in that exercise class the previous day, okay? Understand that recovery is essential to be able to make weight loss progress or gains in the gym or improve your jujitsu roles or improve your kickboxing cardio or improve your martial arts training or your your tennis game, your golf game, whatever it is, recovery is essential. And part of recovery is having proper nutrition, not starving yourself in between. Okay, so treat yourself, treat your body better than that and understand that these things are temporary, right? Rest days or forced training breaks, they're temporary. And when you recover, you are gonna be more equipped to push hard again and to make those goals. And just remember as a last thing here, these are just seasons of life. It can feel like the end of the world when you have a devastating injury or just a reason why you can't train for a while. It can be a huge blow if you're somebody who loves what you do and you love that release of exercise, it can be a huge blow. But understand it's a season of life and you will be able to get back to it again, whether you're postpartum or whether you're uh, you know, coming back from a knee surgery or whatever it is, okay? So I will talk to you all next week. I hope this episode was valuable to you. And please you know, share it with a friend. If you know somebody who's like struggling with this, share it with them. Encourage them to give it a listen. Hopefully it helps them as well because I think the more we can help women get away from this reward and punishment aspect with our food, the better we're all going to be as women, as a community. We keep lifting each other up. We're all going to keep getting better. So that is all for you guys. I will talk to you all next week and I hope you have a great and fabulous rest of your day.